host Keith the Madman Coming straight to you with movies, cigars, and a brew Discussing movies while kicking back Whether they are good or they're bad With the hottest movies and non-release I am talking about details and what I see So tune into the podcast while I vent With reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah And now... Recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States, Keith. Uh, the movie we're going to discuss this evening is Hello, My Name is Doris. It's directed by Michael Showalter. It stars Sally Field, Max Greenfeld, Stephen Root, Beth Burrs, Natasha Leon, and Tyne Daly. Um, this uh, movie I got to see as a part of a... Uh, um, special event at the Philadelphia Film Society. Pretty much an open house. And we got to see this one early. Um, Sally Field is a woman that has spent most of her life taking care of her mother who uh, has been aging. And uh, she takes a f- the ferry from Staten Island over to Manhattan every day where she works as an accountant in a boring, mundane type of job. Um, her mother passes away. And uh, she finds herself um, sort of bereft to some extent. Uh, she goes to this self-help uh, seminar, and uh, she takes it takes away from this uh, seminar that she um, should pursue a recent addition to the office staff and the young John Fremont, played by Max Greenfeld. Um, because you know what this seminar says impossible really means I'm possible. And we're going to see that like replayed throughout this movie and her little introspections when she has a moment of doubt, um, as she navigates the world that she'd like, um, and while she completely denies the world that really is, and, and let's look at the world that really is. I mean, she's, you know, pretty much a cat lady, that spent her life taking care of her mom. She has a brother uh, who's Todd, who's played by Stephen Root, um, that kind of wants her to, uh, you know, get rid of the junk in her house and, you know, move on with her life and get out of there. And and, in essence, not become her mom uh, because uh, her mom uh, and her, uh, because of her, uh, basically... you know, start hoarding in the house and the house has really got all these, you know, it's not quite as bad as I've got cat poop in my freezer, but it, you know, it, it, it was getting pretty, it was getting pretty bad. You can even see her tendencies as she's walking around, uh, in her neighborhood and she sees a lamp and she has to pick it up and she keeps it. And, uh, you know, um, they didn't completely delve all the way there, but they set it up as a prop to give, Um, you know, uh, Doris, a story arc for her to have growth from this entire thing. And, uh, and to some extent she does, but the real root of the story is, is, um, you know, there's, that's the backstory or the sort of the, you know, how she goes from here to there. But ultimately, uh, what the story really wants to do is give Sally feel an opportunity to be very funny in, um, Lots of cons- uh, lots of uh, situations where you 
um, wouldn't expect uh, someone of her age to be um, because it's almost mystical how she gets wrapped up into this world where, um, you know, uh, everybody wants to have her involved with them. Uh, you know, uh, she just falls into it, you know, and that kind of is a story conveyance because honestly, um, I'm pretty sure that, you know, uh, you'd smell the crazy on her a little bit, uh, <laughs> is the way I would put it. Um, uh, her reactions to everything, I, you know, it's almost, to me, it's almost like, you know, I, and I, I've, I said this was that, you know, it's almost like she's Clark Kent here because everybody uh, doesn't realize that she's really Superman. And well, Clark Kent stands for Doris and Superman stands for crazy cat lady because they don't, nobody seems to realize it until way into the movie. And they're like, all oh, surprise. Hey, it's crazy cat lady. Well, she was always crazy cat lady. And, uh, we all know that type of person, I'd say. Um, it's not that you don't like that type of person, but you just know how far you need to keep that person away from you more than likely, or perhaps maybe getting a restraining order. Um, that's where the story sort of has an absurd element, which, you know what, I'm just going to push it away. Uh, because, you know, Sally Field is fantastic, uh, in this role, uh, because she's so believable. I don't, you know, it's like I, I, you could believe the, the things that she does, what you can't believe is everybody's reaction around her. That's probably where I have the most problem. Um, but, you know, despite that, um, you know, it was, it was a fun event. There is a message behind it. There is some growth to it. Um, and they do, they do a lot of comical things. It's just the overall element of the story where it is a bit, uh, absurd. Um, you know, but, even in that, it was fun, and uh, I, I'll say I was sitting there, and I was kind of almost grimacing a little bit because some of the things that she did just made me so uncomfortable, um, and I don't know exactly why that is, and, and that's actually probably a good thing because that's, I think that's where they were going. Uh, that's where it became, you know, that's the absurd element because that kind of stuff I think people would just sort of pick up on. Anyway, um, I'm going to give this a C plus. I think it's fun. Uh, I think the uh, absurdity was too much for me to some extent, but uh, Sally Field was, was wonderful and she has a lot of uh, comedic timing and uh, uh, her expressions and the things that she did was really good. So we'll be talking to you again soon. You have been listening to the movies, cigars, and a brew podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at moviecigarsandabrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at Movie Cigar Beer. Your trailer is coming up next. I hope I don't end up like one of those weird old New Yorkers that chokes on a peanut and dies and no one even misses me. Honey, I would miss you. Get in the slow lane, ladies. She gave us the finger gloss. Fascist. Give her the finger Fascist! Did you go eat some kale? Yeah, you better run. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's tight quarters. I like your glasses. I would like to introduce everyone to the new art director. Oh, hey, Doris. I just wanted another cup of coffee. Let me just get out of your way. Oh! Ah, oh. ow! I'm so sorry. You did that on purpose, didn't you? No. Yeah, you did. Doris? Doris, are you okay? Oh, yeah.
He's very different than me. It just seems impossible. You need to find common interests. He's on Facebook. Let's make a fake account. You're taking dating advice from a 13-year-old. She needs a name. Lilith Primrose. Or Lilith Comeswell. Let's just stick with Primrose. Okay. His favorite band is playing this Saturday night. You have to go. Doris? Your outfit is fierce. I dress seasonally and monochromatically. What's your method, Doris? I don't have a method. You're a true original. Why, thank you. Niles and I are looking for a model to be on the cover of my new album. Oh. Niles, can you get our digits? Get my what? We need your phone number. You got a pencil? Nah, nobody has pencils anymore. You guys know Doris? She's kind of weird. She's like a good weird. What about you, Doris? You ever been in love? I was engaged once. Really? He got a job in Arizona, and he asked me to go with him. I couldn't leave my mother. It would have killed her. I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's OK. It's like somebody stole my friend and replaced her with a wild animal. <laughs> These people have really welcomed me into the world. Can you be honest with yourself? He's barely old enough to vote. You're just jealous because I'm having fun and doing things with other people and not just you. Your husband died 15 years ago. Move on. You have packets of duck sauce in your refrigerator from the 1970s. It keeps. I'm awake, I'm awake. And I joined the LGBT knitting community. I'm not a lesbian, but I'm me there. You know, I feel that way in Staples.